Welcome to the Shoot the Breeze podcast with your host Vinny, Rob and Nello. This podcast contains strong language throughout. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 33 of the Shoot the Breeze podcast. We are in new surroundings. <laughs> we're in Nello's dining room. Sitting room. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, we're in your gaff. Yeah. Nello's gaff. Nello's very gaff. handy. Yeah, for a exactly. change. Didn't Lovely. have to go anywhere. It's very Christmassy. Well, it's not... Well, well, it's getting there. Getting there. We yeah. started. There's still a, like the, the banisters and all the yeah, yeah. front window sill, all that kind of shit has to go. There's still about four boxes that have to go up. <laughs> but we started and then life gets in the way. It does, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to um, I'm money back and cream is working loads on nights. So I can't put up the tree till like next week or something like that. But I'm going to go pick yeah. it up. See, that's time. the thing. I said, I'll, I'll just start. I'll fire away and start it. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, no, you won't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, you're not allowed. So like, then we're just going to do it eventually then. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the <laughs> you same. You don't want me to say it? It was me and Karina. I was just like, I was like, oh, well, I'll go get the trees. She was like, no, no, no I want to go get them with you. And I was like, at least you're just picking out a fucking tree. Like. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. So I think I, I think we're going to yeah. pick them out on Thursday, I think. And then we can't. We're, we're away this weekend. Yeah. We're going on another drinking session for a weekend. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and struggles be a bit of crack Joshua well, Ruiz on Saturday night it will be a bit of crack I kind of it, only now am I like why are we going for two days we're going to be fucked <laughs> where like, he's going it's pretty much three days yeah I know yeah we're going down Friday and then we're not Come back, back Sunday. till Sunday where about so? we're going down to Galway now I fucking ah, Galway. Galway's great though yeah we're going to have a great time but at, yeah. Yeah, at the same time it's a lot of days of booze and like mm, I just done it on the weekend and I'm not the better for it. Well, it was a good fucking weekend. Right, yeah, so let's let's heavy. kick it off, Rob. Kick it off. You were at Other, other Voices. Other voices. Uh, other voices. Other Voices. Other, other Voices. For people um, that don't know what the fuck Other Voices is, it's uh, it's kind of like a music festival-y type thing in a place called D- uh, Dingle. Dungle. Dingle. Dangin'. And uh, <laughs> we talked about it on this podcast before. And yeah, it's just loads of different bands, singer-songwriters, artists in loads of little pubs that are that also are hardware shops and post offices and stuff like that and uh i'm very yeah. much at home <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but just so cool places it's a cool thing it's been running for donkeys like and it's yeah. not and they they make it for rt which is our national broadcaster so it's on and then they kind of show it over the next mm. couple of weeks and stuff like that so yeah but anyway it's, how was it it's a good it's always i always find it's a good benchmark of where like kind of Ireland is musically where yeah. like what's coming up do you have any range of musicians from lads that are like lads and girls are like 19, 20 doing their own thing it's it's very very heavily curated so you're not getting like any gig that's on anywhere Dude, they have hip hop and all down there oh yeah it was well see the thing is right that's the way everything seems to be going in Ireland because it's like like you say the stuff you guys have released is like the last of that kind of kind of genre don't be saying that I'm releasing a new fucking album no. next year <laughs> no I don't that's not what I mean I mean like the types next of year? the types of new bands that are coming out yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean okay, like okay. you're looking into like um, well Picture This came out after we did yeah well sorry Picture This were the last of that kind of yeah like okay. the, well, the, yeah I'm, I'm gonna just prove you wrong like there's the academic <laughs> there's Gavin James <laughs> there's Inhaler Inhaler there's more Fontaine's DC yeah they're all like bands yeah I think that it's Fontaine's getting, DC are quality yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. class it's like and then the scratch and stuff it's like a, like it's like a kind of um, <clears throat> the 2000 and kind of like this late in the 2000s has been like kind of urban revival of like even someone like Fontaine's DC it's like punk 
Mm. That kind of thing is coming back around yeah, again. Punk is starting to kind yeah. of come back around again. Punk right? and hip hop and R&B. That's just heavy trad mainly though, isn't it? The scratch. What's oh well, no the scratch are like yeah they're like <laughs> the scratch they're are a different track. fucking they're animal in, they're track. in their own lane yeah, yeah they yeah. have their own lane yeah. and they are fucking flying but they you've got are killing it like stuff like District Magazine becoming such a big thing and then bringing in uh, rappers and stuff from the UK and showing Irish people that it's actually all right to rap in your own accent yeah and then the likes of Kojak and but they weren't down there but that's like the influence is having on people coming up like there was this young fella called Alex Goff and he's a fucking drummer rapper producer yeah and we caught the end of a set and we we're just like when the fuck is he playing again like you had to go and find it because he was so good and yeah, like yeah. the thing is he actually sounds i've listened to him since and he actually sounds like even better live to yeah. actually see him because carl uh cosgrove one of when we made some sound with us and he's a drummer yeah by kind of like his main thing would be drums but he plays guitar and bass and all that kind of stuff but carl was watching him going like there's five drummers you could think of in his head that can deal with this 20 year old kid was doing yeah, and yeah, it yeah. was like serious shit like and then you had bands like uh thumper were were fucking fantastic and they're yeah. just going from strength to strength but their shows are mental like yeah they had two shows one was kind of the pg show early on in the day and then apparently i missed the second show i went to see an mc instead and apparently the second show was just fucking off the rails and explain to people now that are uneducated that like are listening to this that don't know how, like how do you go into is it like is it just a kind of first come first serve basis like to get into all these different all these different shows like you just queue up and yeah you're buying a ticket so you buy a ticket for the music trail you can't get near it basically other voices revolves around saint james's church which yeah. is what's shown in rte and then yeah. there's the other room so you have saint james's church which is um I didn't really see any of. They yeah. they show it in some of the venues, but it's normally the time where you kind of all kind of chill out and have a few pints or whatever. But there's it's on in some bars, but it's too loud to hear and shit like that. But um, it's kind of just first come, first serve. You're packing into like sardine pubs. Like, I went to see Denise Chalia. She was, uh, Chila. She was in a band called Russ and Gano Family okay. a couple of years ago. And she had her own solo show. And it was like that. Sardines packed into a tin, but the, show was class but it's yeah. just all these tiny little pubs yeah so basically you buy a ticket for the music trail thing and then you Access just go in anywhere yeah you, yeah, you go, go wherever you want yeah. and see the whole packed in like sardines thing doesn't it? I, i'd love to just be able to sit down on a point and listen oh well it's yeah. like there's some bars you can do it but it's kind of like they they pick the bars there's a great little boozer called the court house down there in dingle and it's like you have to kind of i have to bend my head like it's the height of my shoulders yeah <laughs> like in the bar and it's trad on fire lit and you can sit there and just listen to trad if you want for three days yeah 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 and there's a bit something for everyone but the emro just sit in uh what's it oh my god the what's the one that's a hardware it's john oh something. foxy john foxy john's yeah i was like johnny foxes no i've never been to, i don't think i've ever been out in dingle oh dingle is, dingle is just crack. fucking there's, crack like. yeah. yeah there's brilliant but like so i've only i've only been down there once when when codeline played it and the voice masking yeah we did all the voices like did you do the church? Yeah, yeah. Who nice. was in the church this year? Um, they had Jafaris. Yeah, He's, we listed off in a pre. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Go back and listen to the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, like I think it was Jafaris LKMA. They had Junior Brother. Have you listened to Junior Brother? No. Nope. He's trad, but he's like, if it's not so much blind, kind of like if Blind Boy was singing trad. So, what a Limerick accent? Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> well. He's from he's from Killarney, <laughs> but it's that kind of like that real 
piercing kind of culty accent yeah, yeah but yeah. he's like his his music is actually quite cool but when you see it live it's a whole different thing altogether like yeah it's class and then the scratch were just fucking unbelievable they, like, they were level. just they don't know they they ended up like they were like we're just gonna do a cover and i was like dude they just start playing fucking enter sandman a lot yeah. of boys up there with like acoustic guitars and fucking on the on the slap uh, on the cajon like and it was just yeah. That guy, like all of them, are just so talented, and they like they. Everyone knows that they're in Red Enemy for years. They yeah, were exactly yeah. fantastic. So band. They're a fantastic metal band. Like, yeah, you know? and now they're just like this fucking heavy metal trad band. Yeah, if that like, yeah, yeah, it like that's. A, but like, I I strongly recommend anybody to go listen to the Scratch on mm. Spotify. They're all their stuff is up there. Most of their stuff is up there. Yeah. Uh, They've got a new single out called God Slap or something yeah. like that. Come uh, get your God Slap. Yeah. Their vid- Doc that does, I know Doc worked with Jews before. Yeah, His exactly, vid- yeah. like the videos they do is all so well produced. Yeah, Just and some people might know Doc. He used to he used to work in Music Maker, and he kind of did a lot of their social media stuff. He kind of basically turned Music Maker's social media around and mm. kind of really brought them into the twenty first century because Music Maker, really old, well established music shop in Dublin. I've always shopped there since I was a kid. But it was, they were all, they people always had the kind of wrong idea about that shop and kind of Doc and the, all the guys that are there, like mm. John Paul, like JP that's in there, John Paul Pryor, and all those other boys that are in there, like Oshin and Ronan and stuff like that, helped kind of change that whole thing, you know, and yeah. make it seem, because everybody used to be like, oh yeah, they're really snobby in there. That, I felt, when I was coming up, when yeah, I started buying guitars and, and, and shit, it was, like, it, yeah. it did feel like that when you it went was. in, people would be like, can we get yeah. a guitar, can we get a loop pedal, like, if you didn't know what the fuck a loop pedal was, and you only yeah. wanted one because Ed Sheeran wanted one, yeah. totally killed it was, me. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. They, it kind of felt like that you were inconveniencing them, like buying something from them. They were just yeah. like, oh, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. But, I'm like, here, I'm buying something that pays your wages. Like, essentially, like they have definitely. It's but a, now it's, yeah, it's a good it's, spot. Yeah, but Doc, I think, was also like. Th- Doc also kind of helped that, like, and changed yeah. the perception of it. But anyway, as a as a performance, though, just fucking yeah, top I'll, class. Like my highlights of the weekend were, pro- and I'm sick. I missed that second Thumper gig because two lads that were with us went to it, and they said it was just off the chain, fucking lunacy. But I think without, I just think there was a gap in Ireland for that kind of music, like for all this shit to come together and people just burst out like that, like with the scratch, like with Thumper. Like with all the MCs, the Mango, Matman, all them lads are coming through. It's just kind of bubbling at the moment. Yeah. And it's in good hands. But, but the market is only so big, don't know. <laughs> yeah, it would. See, the thing is, like, you've got... You have a breakthrough of about three or four a year, maybe, where people... Well, having a hit is hard. Like, you know, yeah. like having the commercial success now because it's diluted See, almost to the point of where anyone can release a single independently. Yeah. It's, it's harder to have a hit. Like on it's, the scale of what you guys are doing, yeah. Hit-wise, like what like, it's got, like all it is, it's kind of like the Irish music scene in terms of like in Ireland will be very healthy and stuff like that. But out of that like batch of like singer songwriters, hip hop artists, or whatever, the likelihood of them breaking through outside of Ireland is still like Ireland. The odds are still stacked against us. Like, Big time. You know? oh, like it's it, yeah. it's like it's still only the odd few that get. Like we were very lucky that we were we started kind of outside of Ireland like you know like do you reckon it's 50-50 luck and hard work oh it is yeah or it would it be more luck than hard work or would it be more hard work than luck well see the thing is it's all about the songs you gotta have the songs if you you don't have songs it doesn't matter if you are genius on social media or whatever it depends when when the songs come out because you could have an unreal song and it's not the right time for it yeah no but the actual the quality songs will always find an audience yeah I I think 
and i think it doesn't matter like like yeah you can release a bad song that's the first that like your song is the first single you release to the world is bad but the second one is absolutely a stomper mm. the first one is forgotten about you know yeah, and everybody you... will focus on the one that's fucking class yeah, yeah. yeah you know and so it's it, it's all down to the songs if the songs are there nobody's gonna fucking listen to you it doesn't yeah. no matter how much hot press write about you or how much nile or nine like smoke blow smoke up your hole it doesn't fucking matter like yeah I, yeah I think i i do think that it's a like just from obviously knowing people like it's a good spectrum of where i've kind of positioned myself going to these smaller things and like knowing people like yourself user that India shit was just, and we're going to talk about it, but that, that looked like a next kind of level. Like when you yeah. go to Asian shit, it just looks fucking monstrous. Like, and then you see kind of like younger bands, not younger, but like smaller bands that are in Ireland doing it. And I think that the big thing is that it <coughs> is a bit of, it is obviously an element to look, but it's also building an audience and having something to actually say in your song. Like people, like Darren McKendy, people were really connected with lyrics, mm. built it in Europe first. And then Irish people were like, ah, oh, yeah, Fuck, no. you know that kind of way. Like, Kenny was because Taylor Swift put him on a spot or on a playlist. Yeah, and like he it, like exploded. He, he even yeah, like, but there's he, a build to that. Like it yeah, doesn't yeah. just happen. Like I think it's yeah, the graft. I, I you have to be grafting. I think to oh, actually, yeah, yeah. like he's done. There was an other voices special with Dermot Kenny that was on like two months ago or whatever, mm. and it was going back from like the first time he was on it, and then the second time he was on it, it was quite recently. But he did it in like Berlin or something. Is his like that, ma you know? big in the industry as well? Yeah, like I, trap music wise I don't know but the th- no no I think the, the, the Dermot's thing seems to be too like I've talked to his photographer and slightly to him a little bit but like very briefly like I talked to him when he done other voices that year it was him and Wyvern Lingo that were both in the church that year and I think I think David Keenan was the year after but I was chatting to him then and it still wasn't massive for him because he was asking me about flights in the airport mm. and he was like so what's the crack with this like can, and I was like I don't think you're going to need fucking yeah, yeah. anyone on the inside, man. I think you're going to be okay. Like yeah, yeah. that kind of, and just that level of chatting to him about that. And then two years later, he's one of the biggest artists, but yeah. I think you have to have that one. Like if you get the one hit, people are going to go and look for more. And if it's not, if the, if your more is not if, good yeah, enough, if your more is you're, not, you're fucked. Like. That's what I'm saying. It's all about the songs. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's not like it's, it doesn't matter if like yeah your first single is shit or whatever and your next one is amazing you need to have fucking loads because people yeah. are going to dig and they're going to find it like yeah you know and there I mean? is there's an and element like, of relevancy has to be a big part of it as well you have to stay in the public psyche yeah, yeah. but there's also something to be said for not chasing the crowd like david bowie has this thing like a he, he is saying like don't play to the gallery like you know mm. as in like don't be trying to write songs for the masses like you know do your own thing do what do because at the end of the day you gotta you gotta stand behind it like you know? yeah. yeah like you have to like it if you don't like your own music then what the fuck are you doing yeah and i do think the more i see people going like and you see bands like I've got friends like you know the O'Loughlin lads the Carm that band Carms they're just they want to fucking play music they like their own shit they're just doing it and I think there is an element of that in Ireland where it's like fuck it like why would you stop playing music if you like doing it you know the kind of way like and Mm. if the onus starts to fall away from I don't know you're not going to make it you might not but who the fuck knows look at Versatile 70 like 70,000 followers on Instagram sell out the tree arena who the fuck saw that coming like yeah but don't like look at the Coronas they, yeah. They're still around, still yeah. selling out shows. Still, still knocking. Like, Are Delorento's gone now? 
They're still doing shit. They're still doing stuff, yeah. But again, like Delrons do a slightly lesser scale. Kronos are kind of more commercial hmm. than Delrons. Delrons are doing that we secret to tour in now. Vickers are in we, we, where was it? Whedon's maybe, mm. but the place is fucking jammed. Yeah, no, like because that's they, it. They've got loyal fans and they have good. They have they've got some good songs. Mm. It just kind of yeah. just, sometimes things just don't work out. Like, you know, like what, other kin are gone now as well. Other kin were kind of one of the point of punk bands that are coming up and they're gone now. But I think that's the element of how. Like when you have that flash in the pan, can you sustain? Can you sustain the touring? Can you fill venues? Because because you can tour venues that in the UK to hold two two or three hundred people, and you can sustain a good fucking ten to twelve year musical career off that. Mm. There's a guy called Ray Garvey in Germany who yeah, like yeah. an Irish guy. We met him a couple yeah, of times. He, yeah, he. I remember White Chalk done a bit with him that time years yeah. ago. Like, but that dude can like you can go to Germany with him, and then your name is known in Germany. But see, yeah, but that's because he he basically saw a niche for Irish music in Germany. Yeah. And now he, he's been on, like, The Voice of Germany for the past, like, 10 years as one of the judges, like, you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So he can sell out arenas. In, in Germany? In Germany. Yeah. And in German, and I, in Ger- like, Swiss-speaking, uh, or in German-speaking parts of Switzerland and stuff like that. Yeah, I always find it mad, because we know of British and American artists mainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you go to South America or Latin, Latino oh, countries, there's markets you, for everything. You have people and they sell out stadiums and you'll yeah. never have heard of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. If you look on like the top 100 artists on Spotify, you'll probably only recognize half, if that. Yeah, like yeah. Ed Sheeran done a song with some Argentinian hip hop fella. I don't know what his name is. But looking at that, I was like, who is this guy? And I think like every song on his on YouTube is like 100 million. 120 million yeah. 150 million and that that is it that's it's just bizarre. The, it's just the way the world is and we yeah. only see what we're kind of given and i think this is kind of it's something probably for discussing on a different podcast and actually to give a segment to it but like some what they do in canada is all the money made from canadian music goes back into canada like not all the money but like say 10 to 15 percent of it goes back into a canadian artists and to get Canadian artists on the radio and there's a big like push Canada music mm. so that you're a local artist and we are just try- like I know for a fact that like the likes of 98FM F104 FM could definitely have five to six hours now of good music from Irish artists like if they yeah. wanted to but obviously commercial is what ru- runs everything yeah. so and what's considered Irish like as we- long as Irish musicians can make a living and feel comfortable then they'll constantly keep doing they'll keep making more music yeah, yeah. but the problem is making a living doing it is yeah see the thing is that, like, like it's the, there is that old cliche of the struggling artist and stuff like that yeah, yeah. yeah there's only so much you can do for love at the end of the day everybody needs to earn a shilling you need to mm-hmm. have a roof over your head you need to put the yeah. fucking lights on and have it back you know yeah so like as much as and and that's the thing and you can talk to anybody uh, and it's not just in the music industry i only know because i can speak explicitly about the music industry mm. but it happens in all industry like it happens in like the film industry and tv industry and stuff like any that. Of the about yeah any of the art but like people expecting you to do stuff for free just for the sake of it because oh well look it's great for you and me like i get that all yeah the well time. like you like oh yeah that sound that it's great for me or whatever but yeah. at the same time i still need to make a fucking yeah. living I, yeah. I like you're making shop. a living like you know yeah yeah so so and but just to briefly go back on your point about uh i know we're kind of going off here on a tangent yeah but uh I i'm know, learning though so this i know but I, I know that you're kind of talking about like that irish radio stations don't play enough irish radio stations do have a quota oh yeah of course france have got a bigger quota as in like if you go into if you're like you're listening to french stations 
like I think it's something like 55% of the music that's played on French radio stations has to be from Fran- mm. fr- has to be from French speaking artists or has to be in French. So yeah. we have recorded songs in S- French. Steve has redone lyrics in French mm-hmm. just so that it's another way of trying to get around. Yeah, the see, fact Ga- that Gav recorded with a fucking Italian girl for Italy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. she's on I the song. I don't understand why that doesn't happen more often. Well, see, yeah, because it, it's, it's building only, up now doing it live it'd be tricky because you yeah, have to no, fucking yeah, remember that's that it. like some people don't like remember like Justin Bieber did it with Despacito or something like yeah, that yeah like, and just yeah, didn't yeah. know the lyrics and yeah hadn't had a fucking clue like but, but <laughs> it's just reading said, off a page yeah but uh, but that's the thing it's like we, like we've done it before because being like right yeah you've got 40% chance of getting your song on radio but because it's in English but you've got like a 55-60% chance if, if it, it's in it's, French so yeah, we're like right okay well we'll do it in English and in French yeah. and we'll give you both options and then you fucking decide like, and the melody still the work? melody and the yeah no it did know. yeah yeah like Ready went like we got like a top 10 single in France yeah. because like Ready was recorded in French like but you just have that kind of as well you've that melodic and kind of airborne potential that if it's in a different language when you play it live, people are gonna know that oh, yeah. it's the, like, the song is still the song. The so song not, is yeah, exactly the same. It's just fucking Steve speaking in French, like yeah, you know? yeah. But like, it still phonetically still still sounds very similar, like, mm. you know. But anyway, right, we'll move yeah. on. Um, well, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're gonna go from music to, <laughs> to more music. Oh yeah, to, oh, to me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah. you were just on a fucking a well, jolly, well, well, jolly boy. Like well, it looked like a fucking. I, I saw the greatest, one of the greatest videos i've seen in years which is your man on the fucking moped on the moped i know like seriously like (laughs) it's fucking crazy so for those who don't know go over to codelines twitter or instagram or whatever and you can check out this video that we just posted today or or yesterday when this podcast goes out uh and it's basically um it's it's a we were dry we landed in mumbai on friday and we were driving to a, a place called pune which is like it's only like 125 kilometers away, but it takes like five hours to get there because just the, <laughs> the the roads and the traffic is so bad. But anyway, we were driving from Mumbai Airport to Pune, and we were all we were in like seven cars, and then this guy on a scooter just was like going past and just happened to look into the van and saw Steve sitting yeah. at the window and just kind of began to lo- lose his shit. Like, you know, this is in a country with like, I don't know how many millions of people. A billion, it's, I'd it's say. It's fucking, yeah. it's, I have a question about it from a video point of view, right? Because yeah. I didn't, because knowing the lads, I heard like Dave, I didn't hear you. We're using different cars. Yeah, no, we're on different cars. What like, are yeah, the yeah. chances of having fucking Steve, t- uh, Wolf in the fucking car with Steve know, when your yeah. man pulls in? Like, yeah, it's just, I know, yeah. That's the thing. So it was like, all the stars aligned for this guy because yeah like, right so there's 1.3 1. 1.339 billion <laughs> yeah so out of all of that this dude managed to come across us a bunch of irish lads in a fucking traveling in a convoy of a van i thought those would have been like blacked out no 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 it was it was, it was just the way that it was organized and it's just the vans that they had and yeah. like yeah literally this guy pulls up alongside the van and then notices that it's Steve and then just literally starts losing his mind being like, I'm f- uh, driving on a motorway, still being like, I'm your fucking biggest fan. <laughs> I fucking love you. Can I get a photo? And all that. And like everybody in, uh, everybody else in the van, like Steve told me the story afterwards. And it was just, everybody else in the van was just like, this is fucking mental. So the guys pulled in, got photos with your man and all that stuff. And then I saw a thing. He's like, I don't, I don't have a ticket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know whether the lads didn't offer him a fucking ticket. But yeah. Whenever, but like, and then yeah and then he just and he kind of drove off, off like, into the sunset like you know and it was just like 
fuck, that was weird. But like, India was like that. It was strange. We had never been there before. And everybody and everywhere that we went, everybody was fucking so nice to us, super friendly. See, a lot of people don't want to go there. I'd love to to see it. Oh, definitely, like, definitely. Yeah. But some a lot of people don't really have a, an interest. Like, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Like I, I was like, there, like obviously, like, and it's terrible. But like, out there is like severe poverty there and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And like, we draw uh, coming out when of get Mumbai, out when you come out of the airport into the street. Yeah, which I know. Eddie Byrne yeah. told us that years ago. Yeah. On skill, yeah. yeah there's <laughs> like there's there's proper, the proper slums and stuff like that, and, yeah. and it's and it's shocking. And but like the people that we, anybody that we met and stuff like that in like in like bars or restaurants or whatever or at the festival and stuff like that, there was like people like that like literally had been saving up for like since we got announced for the festival, whatever it was like four or five months ago or six months ago, have literally been saving up every cent that they earn like every rupee that they earn Jesus to basically buy Christ. a ticket and people were traveling from all over the place like so it was what, what was it, the venue it was the picture looks fucking insane yeah, yeah. it looked like a fair few people it was twenty five thousand people like jesus uh there was they that's had, not far off one of your biggest gigs is it yeah yeah not why well, Mar- yeah marley was 30 36 or something like that Shh. but um but yeah it was you probably like, could have sold more tickets than yeah no well. so that's it so they oversold that day because they, they're only meant to sell they were like limited to the amount of people like because of insurance but obviously they don't give a fuck about insurance <laughs> yeah so health they, safety is not high yeah, on they can probably yeah like oh uh, yeah yeah it's not well if you consider that there's like f- there's whole families riding around on scooters like you know whole generations yeah yeah. Like that, if that scooter crashes, that family just dies out straight away. Just because nearly like, one point four billion of them, like they, yeah. if they don't mind if a few of them go. I know it's <laughs> fucked. That's one of the lads said as well. Jeez. They've got spares. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, Jesus, but like, but like, and there's lads on like riding on top of trucks, like on the motorway yeah. in the back of truck. It's like fuck. There's people everywhere. What was the impact like? Like just because. Right, we've asked you this before, obviously, like, you know, sitting up in fucking St. Anne's or Mary Park or whatever, and you're looking out and it's one, like, it's Irish people, you're familiar with that, or yeah. the UK, what was it like just being on, like, definitely, like, just fucking India and just yeah, seeing people respond to the sounds of, it must have been fucking something No, it was else. absolutely bizarre, because, like, we, it's, as I said, we, country we've never <sighs> been to before, it's the first time there, didn't know what to expect, and we got booked to headline a festival on the opening night of it, and you're like, are you sure? <laughs> who else was playing though? I thought uh, there was. Uh, we were the headliners for the Friday night. Then uh, a guy called Chet Faker, um, and, you know, and you know one or two of his songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was headlined Saturday, and then I think it was like a local, uh, like an Indian, a big Indian act. Then was headlining on the Saturday. But it's a fucking massive festival. Like, did you have huge. a walk around the festival? And no, afterwards so they, and all they were like our secure like we don't have enough security to stop people coming near you so we can't let you go out because we wanted to go out and have a look and they're like we don't have enough security considering staff. the dude on the fucking motorway spot only is yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah, yeah. Like you, the chances of mobbed. like yeah know. so that's, they were just like we don't have enough security and we can't guarantee like not that like not that any, like any harm would come to us or whatever but they were just like it would just be chaos there's chances you can't take obviously yeah like, and yeah. they were just like it, no sorry we can't do it so and when you were, like, were oh, out okay. in Pune just having dinner or going yeah, for a drink yeah well again it it's was like we had security with us and guys dropping us like being like right there you are your van's there that's where you're going and we had a, we had like a, a rep with us the whole time that we were there like, oh, very good. Um, but like everywhere we went was everybody was super friendly like you know and just super nice and it was fucking brilliant it was great show the show was amazing the fe- like the stage itself so every year they kind of used to make like this 
this stage is fucking huge. It's probably one of the biggest festival stages. They probably that, banged it up in a couple of hours as well. Yeah, <laughs> but it's probably one of the biggest festival stages that we played on. So it like it was the tenth year of the festival or whatever. So normally, like all the kind of they don't have screens. They just normally had like uh, like drapes and stuff like that with like that were all printed artwork yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But then this year they were like, oh, we changed the theme every year, so that it was just very wasteful of us. So now we just have screens. And I had never seen so many fucking screens. It looked on the fucking stage. huge. Like. It was like yeah. there was screens fucking everywhere, and they were like, "Yeah, whatever you want, pyrotechnics, fireworks, Can all that pictures shit. on that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a goo. Uh, you know, like just the the picture of his on stage just looks fucking. Yeah, I saw that. It looked very good. Yeah, so like that. That's one that I took. I think just after. But I've got. I have photos of what the stage looked like from out front. Like. Yeah. But yeah. It's bizarre. See people like so, but it was brilliant. So it was yeah, great crack. And then we came home, uh, had a photo shoot for. We did a press photo shoot for um, just new press shots for our upcoming album, which is coming out next year. We got a new single that's coming out early enough as well. Oh yeah, I've got I've got some I've got some beauties that I'll show you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nell is just looking through my photos. Here. Uh, Every time I'm like, please don't go somewhere where I don't <laughs> want to go on this. Oh yeah, so even through gone. Yeah. No, because so the like, fear. so we have so every year when we're on tour and stuff like that. Obviously, like all the crew are with us pretty much. They're nearly away all the time. Is when we're there's a couple of times where we're just going doing promo. But so we do like a Christmas party every year or like a Christmas dinner, basically. Like it's like the last, the last thing that we all do together. Before Christmas. Before, yeah, before we all head home. So it kind of depends just wherever we are. Like last year, uh, we were in, uh, we were in the Ukraine and we did it like, you know, mm. and then this year we were in India. So we did it in India. So basically, yeah, we just go out for a nice meal, cold line, look after everything like, and it was just went on the absolute, went on the tear. <laughs> in India. In India. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah. I really want to go to India. Yeah, no, it is. I'm look. sure they'll be going back, but it looks a fucking yeah, thing anyway. Yeah, I hope so. Like as we were talking to, like it's it's kind of like we it we, it happens a couple of times where you go to certain countries and like you play a good show and everyone's like, "Fuck, it's amazing." Definitely get you back, and then it kind of sometimes doesn't ha- it doesn't materialize, but then sometimes it does. But we it was one of those conversations we have with the promoters. Well. He was like, "Fuck, man, you could do like a tour of India." And we're just like, yeah. And you make sure okay. you tell them. You'd be yeah. like, look, can, you, you'd be like, that. look, lads, I have this podcast, and I can't really go a couple <laughs> yeah, weeks without okay, making yeah, it. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. can't go without it. You have to have to bring the lads with us to India. Yeah. It'd be grand. So, um, so yeah. So that was that was uh, that was that was my week. Nella, what were you? You did something really cool with your granddad, which I did. I'm kind of jealous that I never got to do, but I think I might do it with my dad. Yeah, I well, I was thinking. Uh, Liz was asked me if I could do it with her dad because he'd be probably more receptive to it than talking to his daughter, you know? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Just two lads and just have a point in front of us. But oh, yeah, no, I'll me, do it, Reg. Me and my brother, <laughs> <laughs> we set up the, the mics and all that kind of stuff in my man dad's house and I brought the recorder around and we just asked him loads of questions from early childhood to like, uh, when he's going to die. Yeah. Because he's 90 now, so he's not, he's not around for a long time. Like, yeah. Uh, and stuff like that but just some of the answers we never heard and yeah. like in 30 years didn't know some of it you know what I mean yeah it was unbelievable but uh, he enjoyed it he had a glass of wine he was happy <laughs> but uh, he goes on tangents yeah 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 because he's, he's half deaf so <laughs> he I put the yeah, headphones so had the headphones I put the on headphones on him, yeah, yeah. but he had one of his hearing aids in <laughs> and he's just I'd uh, Carl had asked him a question but the hearing aid 
uh, with the thing. So he keep looking at me, thinking I was asking him everything. <laughs> and Carl was just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just went, huh? Huh? Oh, God. <laughs> There's, um, I was actually, I only seen a, a really kill cool use of something like that as well. On the fucking weekend, Dahi has a song and it's he done this, like something similar, interviewed his granny yeah. and remixed it into like a song, like, and it's a really cool fucking. Yeah. Like, it's good to have for like my kids and my brother's kids and and some of our cousins and their is. kids and all that. It's nice to be able to say like, what was me, what was your granddad like? Yeah. Like, we, our families can only really show us photos of, like, my dad could only show me a photo of his granddad and be like, this is him. But we have the, chance now to be like well actually sit down there for an hour and you can listen to your you know yeah, you yeah. can listen to your great granddad or whatever it'd be classic yeah we'll try and do it again in a few months if we think of more questions yeah, yeah. but uh it's something good, good like, like it's something good to have just for prosperity like yeah. you know it's just like for your own family and yeah. something that you can show your kids and and ask them for et advice and all that but it's just typical old irish like just work hard will you yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep grabbing. Someday we'll get our three elves yeah. to sit down and do the podcast. Oh God! <laughs> Just asking. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. Yeah, and, 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 and that's, uh, you should do what your dad. No, you yeah, know, I, I, I will. It's, it's something I want to do because my my dad is when well, my dad has kind of written a book about my granddad. Oh, cool! But and he was he's he was kind of it's something that he's been kind of working on over the kind of year. So I think it's nearly done, or it is kind of done. Um, but yeah, something that he's been kind of working on for ages. Like so, it's it's so it that so he's kind of written the story about my granddad because I wasn't alive when my granddad passed, so I never got to meet him. But my dad has all fucking stories about my granddad. Like you know, yeah. so it's something that I'd like to do then just with my dad and just get more yeah. stories off my dad because my dad was in the merchant navy and stuff like that, and he was in the defense forces like for years as well and stuff. So he's had an interesting life like you know so yeah. yeah I'd like to yeah it's exactly. definitely something that would do and if anybody listening to this wants to find out more about it or if they fancy doing it hit us yeah. up and let us yeah, know exactly yeah we'll so, try and work something out yeah exactly yeah so uh, yeah send us an email to the shoot the breeze podcast at gmail.com and uh, please do don't forget to like and or rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes on uh, Spotify or on Google Podcasts we are just at the Shoot the Breeze podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Shoot the Breeze podcast, or we are on Twitter at Breeze underscore podcast. And uh, yeah, please do send us any of your comments or suggestions for topics. And uh, yeah, just let us know if you're liking the podcast. Like you know, we appreciate uh, we appreciate uh, hearing what you we appreciate your feedback and hearing what you guys think about the show. So so yeah, so please do uh, do that. So, quickly moving on, did a bit of sports. Was there any sport on the weekends? Uh, there was Formula One. I didn't get to see it, but I did see the rumour. Did you see that rumour about Lewis Hamilton? What? Possibly going to Ferrari next year. Go away. Possibly. Jesus. Apparently, your man, Toto Wolff, was saying there's a 25% chance they won't be able to keep him. Fuck. And Ferrari are only dying to, go, to get him. Yeah, well, if they have Hamilton and it, Vettel's going. No, they'll like, keep yeah. Leclerc. They'll keep yeah. Leclerc. Hamilton, yeah, will, so like Hamilton the, could win Ferrari a championship he fucking caught Jesus Christ so yeah so it was the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix was the last Grand Prix of the season so it finished it was uh, it was Mercedes won Hamilton then Max Verstappen for Red Bull and yeah. then Leclerc for Ferrari in third with uh, that'd be some coup if they got him fuck would, me would he yeah. be one of the first to win 
multiple like if he could win it would it be multiple he's not far off Schumacher's record no he's he's won six now which is is that is that, is that oh, not also Messi won six Ballon d'Ors he's the all time greatest footballer ever to yeah. play the game did, just when he said six times yeah because well it, did Hamilton not equal is that is six drivers championships may, not yeah equal but to, maybe it's a uh, on number one podium on the podium or like win, race wins yeah. I don't know whether he's but has have, has anyone really done it? Um, well, obviously Hamilton's now. It's just him and Schumacher, right? So Schumacher done got all his championships with Ferrari, right? Yeah. So to kind of distance himself from Schumacher, he could be the first person to do it with different teams. You know, in a kind of way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, it gives you an extra. When people will look back on the history books, they'll be like, "Well, he won six with this team, and then he went to Ferrari and brought Ferrari back to the kind of." the top again by winning say one or two with them yeah it, it might look a bit um it yeah. may look better in the history books I'm just know? saying here so schumacher has won 91 races and hamilton's won 83 right, but they both okay. have the same amount of championships Sch- right? yeah. schumacher's seventh seven championships right so so hamilton's won off yeah uh but german the how schumacher was in a lot longer he won 30 percent of the races he was in and hamilton's sitting at 34 percent yeah. So he's okay, a better yeah. win better, yeah, better ratio, win, ratio percentage yeah. but he's still a few one more season he'll take over yeah and if, if he goes to Ferrari who knows but yeah because yeah like oh yeah I don't know now. Like, obviously now with the whole changes of the cars and the, the new FIA FIA regulations and stuff like that and about like the cars and aerodynamics and stuff like that and again leveling the playing field and stuff like yeah. that Ferrari then like it's going to be a tighter it's going to then come down to drivers yeah. more so about the amount of money that a certain team has so like Ferrari got a shit ton of money so the Mercedes like you know so if that element is going to be taken out then it's going to be like it'll be fucking interesting if he goes it'd oh it'd be war I don't, know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether he would I don't think I don't know if you would, man. There'd be fucking war. Could you imagine? Yeah. That'd be one of the biggest news stories. Oh, I think even people that aren't in the phone want to be like, what? Yeah. That'd be, it'd yeah. be mental. Like, who would who would uh, Mercedes get in? Yeah. Would you yeah. take Daniel Ricciardo and Mercedes? Would it be good enough? Has he been doing that well at Renault? Not really, but that's because of Renault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose. He was doing good at Red Bull and then just obviously didn't get the sport because Well, they went Max. with Max instead because yeah, yeah. he's younger. Who knows? I'm looking forward to uh, to watching because they're out, they're obviously they're in the middle of making or they're finished or, or going to be finishing now yeah. that that the second season of that Formula One show oh, that'd be great. on Netflix. So this would be interesting now to kind of see because at, it towards at the end of it it kind of goes into a bit of pre the next season. So yeah. we'll kind of hear some of that shit, I suppose. And um, this weekend we have Joshua Ruiz, Ruiz two. Yeah. Anthony Joshua. What who are we having on that? Joshua ha- has got to do it. There's no way he's going to let a fat Mexican there, beat him twice. But the thing is, like, the, <laughs> apparently the dude is, is like brother. outrageously talented. Like, he he's, just happens to be fat. Like, no, it, it's not. He's not outrageously talented. He's just he's really awkward for Joshua. But he's Mexican. They're always good boxers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're always good boxers. Like, he's they definitely have, a good boxer. There is a Mexican style of boxing where it's just. Keep pow, walking. Pow, 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 pow. No, just keep walking <laughs> towards him and keep swinging and keep taking digs until he's did on the you, ground. Did you hear the yeah. the rumor that um it was Josh's dad was saying that he got concussed in training and apparently that's why his dad was so pissed off after the fight. Like apparently there's footage of no, himself. He lost his bottle. 
But this is what they're saying. They're saying he got knocked out in training, in camp. And then what had happened, like, so when he went into that fight, apparently, like, I'm not defending Joshua. I'm just saying what I heard, like, what I've heard from no, Rob, other podcasts. Bullshit, man. God bullshit, damn it. Rob. But what I'm saying is, if you get knocked out in training, apparently the psychological kind of effects of it when you go into the fight can stick with you. And they reckon that's what happened to him. Yeah. I don't know. And then, like, uh, do you reckon he bottled it? I don't think he bottled it. I think he just wasn't expecting. I think I he, he got cracked at one good dig. And yeah. he thought, oh my God, that worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I what just the think, fuck? I just think he yeah. kind of underestimated him. I which, just think, I, or which, like, can happen if which you're. can happen. I, I just don't think that he thought that he would be as good as he was. Yeah. He's, I don't have think. Have you seen that, the size difference from the first fight to now? He is trimmed down. Yeah. Joshua well, or the. Joshua. Ruiz is trimmed down as well. Ruiz which getting is heavier. Probably not. <laughs> now he's, he's lost a good bit of weight, and people oh, are saying yeah. it's not a good thing. Yeah. Because he's, a, he's lighter now, and it's Joshua probably, could. If Joshua catches him, but. Like I said, he's, he's probably so he's used to being that big, chain. though. Yeah. You know, he's kind of just stands there and takes days. You hear fighters talking about him. You hear, obviously, you know, Joe Rogan talking about him and stuff and a lot of people. And then, like, like Max um, Kellerman on uh, first take on ESPN is like, don't ever count that guy out. Like, yeah. he's just been kind of a hidden dude. But like It's in Saudi. They have fighting in Saudi, Saudi, which is a massive payday for both of them. Yeah, but exactly, like, yeah. No one in the crowd is going to be gargling. What fucking time is going to be at? Uh, they're three hours ahead, so probably midnight or something. That's all right. Midnight, um, one o'clock. Who, so we could have ourselves some fucking 2020 for heavyweight bouts then, because Wilder, yeah. Wilder, that knockout Wilder and, was uh, fucking insane last Fury week. Fury and Wilder, that'd be a, that'd probably happen. Did you see the, the memes your man Saul get knocked out? Because <laughs> mm. apparently Wilder was out of that fight. Did you see the punch? Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, well, he was. He did lost you see that every punch? Re- no, he knocked him, and whatever it was, proper movie shit. Like all the fucking sweat and like whatever was in his mouth at the time just went that way. And there's mm. a framed picture of it, and it's just like when he gets punched, he had lost just, every round up to that. Just, yeah, yeah, he was getting. He just has that one punch and, and knocked the fucker yeah, out. That's it. One punch power. What do you think about these reports of McGregor coming back? He's well, fighting. He is back. He's fighting. Um, Cowboy. Cerrone. Yeah. To- what, what's his fucking name? To- um, Cowboy, what's Daniel? Is it Daniel Saron? Cowboy? They call him Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Donald Donald Saron. Donald Saron. Yeah, yeah. Um, because apparently. 170, apparently. At 170, yeah. 170. He's fighting Cormier then afterwards or something like that. Wow. He's gone for a cash cow 2020. That's what he's gone for. He wants to make a bit of He's retired twice now, for fuck's sake. Blowing no, through all no, that no, money. No, no, no. It's Donald Cormier and then it's what? Jorge Mas. Massavadal. So he's the first one that he's meant to be fighting, and then he's going to fight Cormier well, afterwards. Well, he's, he's fighting Cowboy. Da- Daniel Cormier is huge. Yeah, he's fighting Cowboy on uh, the January 12th. Masvidal. 18th or 12th. Smash Conor McGregor up. Yeah, the whole thing is Masvidal's. Be- uh, what do they call him? Homeless uh, Jesus. Yeah, he's the homeless Jesus, isn't it? Homeless he's, Jesus. he's the new fucking. Well, he's not the new. He's been in this sport for years, but he's what, like, the last kind of ratings have yeah. gone up for. So obviously, Dana White's like. Can we figure out how to get two of these guys in the ring together? We'll did make you, fucking Did millions. you watch the Nate Diaz Masvidal fight? No. They made a whole... Do you know about it? It was no. a war. They I made a whole new belt called the joke. baddest motherfucker in the game belt. <laughs> <laughs> so BMF. Like, they, they made like a... Re- and The Rock presented it to them. Yeah. For fuck's but sake. they... Like... Because Nate Diaz is... Uh, just his... his his face is all scar tissue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Masvidal had him smashed up in no time. And there was yeah. so much blood coming out of him that the ref stopped it. And they're like, the no, this is how he always looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the two but boys this is him on a good day. It was a great fight so up until the ref stopped it. The but Masvidal boys were won. filming, weren't they? They yeah. were like, they were. So, yeah, no, so ma- I'm looking for it. Well, like, yeah, do you think he's going to get dropped? Who, Connor? Yeah. 
at 170, I'm not like he. he 170 when he fought Nate, if wasn't he? Gas is out. Yeah, I saw a he picture of when he was at it was what, what it was he at like one three five, then he was at one fifty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's like a bit he's, he's is the big when he's one seventy, but yeah. like the lads that are actually naturally one seventy are actually one eighty yeah, or one eighty five cutting McGregor's down. McGregor's naturally a one fifty five. There's a big fucking difference, like yeah, massive. Yeah, when yeah. you're when you're cutting down, you see like some ATS and shit, like they look comfortable as fuck at one seventy. Yeah. yeah, and McGregor's like beefing up to get there. Yeah, but um. When it comes to, I don't know, like, I've only been listening to, the, like, obviously anyone, my knowledge of MMA is shite, but I, like the Joe Rogan has whatever saying, that apparently when Cowboy is on his back, he's actually more dangerous than being on top of, being in the controlling position. Like, right, so, okay. Connor is not it's, the... It's all about McGregor's stamina. Yeah. Unless he be, yeah. smacks him around the first round, maybe second round, if he goes any longer than that, he just gets too tired, he well, can't do anything. I think he needs to win for the kick on effect for the UFC and everything like he has because it's there's no not a lot of promo time for this they're not going to world tour him again and yeah. do press conferences so they need that at some stage in 2020 like yeah, yeah. he probably needs it the sport need it not yeah. that he needs he's got like fucking 50 or 60 million quid like. yeah but he's probably yeah like just his entourage and stuff like that and his way of living and all this shit like mm. but like all the, uh, anything that he's been posting up on social media has literally just been him in the gym all the fucking time like you know so it's not as if he's been out of shape and he's been out no, of no, the no, gym, he's always like, in you know? good nick. He's always in good nick. Yeah, yeah. There, there's just I don't know, like this your man does he have the most winning record in the MMA? Uh Cowboy. I have no idea. He's the most wins ever in the in the in the UFC. And that's what he put up on Twitter or something. He was like most is yeah. most that seems to be nice enough. Yeah, like he seems quite respectful. Yeah, you're McGregor's just, like, just gonna go to town abusing him. You'd have to wor- you have to wonder how that's gonna age because McGregor's been out again for so long. Like, will it be as kind of entertaining or funny, or people just be like, "Oh, here's his fucking goofball" because he's yeah, maybe because he's done what he's done. Like, you yeah. know, like because because he's not really still undefeated. When you're undefeated, you can say whatever the fuck you want because you're yeah, undefeated. You're undefeated. Yeah, I know. But all the person has to say, look, like I saw you get the head smacked off your ground, like, <laughs> yeah. The psychological effects don't doesn't really have that much of an impact. Yeah, we're we're sorry. sorry, Connor, if you're listening. Yeah, so <laughs> this is the photo that he he put up. He was at one forty five, one fifty five, and then one seventy. Yeah, he looks well He's at one seventy. One forty five. He looks like a fucking junkie. Look. Oh, yeah. he looked fucking. But one seventy, he looks in great nick. He looks like uh, what? What's what's the other um? What's the other ginger uh, MMA fighter that retired? Uh, Paddy Hill. Paddy Hill. Yeah. The Hill yeah. Is he yeah. a Sinn Féin uh, TD now, is he? No, is he? he? no, he had, uh, what's his face on his uh, podcast? He had um, Jerry. I'm sure he went for local elections. And oh, did he? And, did, and I, I didn't see any fucking results for them. Did anyone, like... I know that gay bag didn't get it. Did she not get in? She no. got two, one, 2% of the vote or something, so she didn't even get her expenses covered by... For the... Her, what 2% voted for? Fucking and I don't know what her expenses were There's always going to be 2% fucking pricks I wonder what her expenses were like her Facebook live promotions 30 yeah. quid yeah. <laughs> 30 quid in her Facebook live dope just sending people around to hassle I'm happy that, that lads when, trying to make a living I am happy that anyone I talked to about what we talked about last week didn't really know about it and I was like that's actually a good thing <laughs> I was like it's actually yeah, a good yeah, thing no, yeah, like yeah. that her message didn't really get that far fucking out there yeah exactly yeah. We're, and not that we wanted to promote it in any no. stretch of the imagination but we just wanted to highlight the fact that this is some fucking clown yeah, yeah. and she does not by any stretch speaking, represent people yeah, from swords speaking about three <laughs> yeah. people from swords born and bred she does not represent people from swords she is a fucking girl and she can no. get the fuck as far as I'm concerned <laughs> like, you know? exactly yeah girl get the fuck <laughs> 
But yeah. Um, yeah, so fuck. So yeah, it's going to be... So yeah, what what that, that fight now? It's on Saturday. Saturday so if anybody knows of a pub that's good for watching a fight in Galway... In Galway, yeah. Let us know. Here, so what is it? It's five hours ahead. Three hours ahead. Three hours ahead. Probably midnight, 1 a.m. Okay. I prime, would say. Prime Galway pointing time. Yeah. Like, worst case, we were saying in an Airbnb, we just go to the Airbnb. Like. Yeah, yeah. stream it. For some reason, somebody, uh, one of the other lads thought it was going to be on like at 10 in the morning. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Keep emergency cans just in case. Yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm sure they'll in be the, in the Airbnb. I'm around. bringing a fucking trade helmet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have a trade in Zoya. Oh, you know, man, yeah. Galway at Christmas is fucking good crack. Yeah, there's good it markets down, down that way yeah. as well. I'm going so. to London. This weekend? This weekend? The, no, for on Thursday and coming back Friday. One night. Lovely. Going see to you. the Book of Mormon. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Buzz yeah. for that now. Yeah. I have I I've been trying to see that for ages. and every we time. we see it together in New York? No, we went no. to see something else. Can't remember. Aladdin. Or something like that. It was Aladdin. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Wasn't that the Wizard of Oz or something? No, no it was Aladdin. Similar. Oh, There's a genie. No, that's the <laughs> Wicked Witch. Oh, Wicked. Wicked. Wicked, is it? That yeah. was something else. That was in London, was it? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. Don't know. I've, I've never seen a kind of West End West or Broadway kind of, of production. So yeah. But the, I saw. I've seen two lads do a number of the Book of Mormon at like a lip sync thing that was on for charity, and it was that was hilarious. You can buy the or you not? I think you can listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack. On yeah, I actually want to listen to it because some of the songs are. Great. There's a fucking hilarious. Have you song. seen the Book of Mormon? Yeah, and no, I saw it in New York. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. I saw it in New York. Like two years ago or something like that. Three yeah. years ago, maybe. I haven't been. I'll the only times I've ever been thing. to London, I've only ever gone to London to go to your gaff, mm-hmm. to Wembley, and back to your gaff. So mm-hmm. my experience in London is exactly. Is that for the like, American football at that time. And again for Ed Sheeran and Wembley. Yeah. We stayed in. We stayed in yours. So like literally, my experience in London, bar maybe one time where I went yeah. in for coffee or something. Tooting. Wembley, Tootin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can't go wrong with that now. No. I mean, it was grand. Yeah. It worked out, but... Uh, Tootin's a good spot. I think it's more... Sen- I'm flying into city airports. So I'm looking forward to that being so central and just yeah, getting out c- into city, the city, city straight away. City's a handy enough area to yeah. go to. Have a review of the... Uh, yeah, have a review of the Book of Mormon on next week's podcast. Hopefully, if it all works out. Exactly, yeah. We'll just have some drunken stories from, uh, from Galway and we'll probably talk about that fight, that Joshua fight, Most Joshua likely. Ruiz fight, and whatever else is whatever on over else weekend. Is on, yeah, like there's been some good rugby as well, which is all good. Oh, I watched the Ford v Ferrari thing. What's the Le Mans 60. Yeah, it's great. It's really good, good film. Yeah. I like did I'd, his I'd, Brummy accent annoy you? Or did you notice? So maybe because you lived there. I lived there, yeah. Yeah, well, I lived there as well, but I, I, I never you really barely, ventured out. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> talk to the locals. Yeah. I scratched the surface. <laughs> he was in. He was working on the plants yeah, with yeah, all exactly. the lads. Yeah, yeah. He, you were working on the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the furnaces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was great. Yeah, I th- I, his accent didn't mind me, yeah. And yeah, I, it's, a, it's a story that I know a lot about anyway. And it's just movie stars it, being fucking... But it was good. Yeah. I, I really liked it. it yeah, was, yeah for it, dickheads, maybe. Oh, stop the yeah. lights, like, you know. There's uh, Knives Out, apparently, is good. I want to go and see that. Yes. Murder the Mystery, Buzz, Daniel Craig, and... Uh, that looks very good. And I think The View it. brought that film back that they banned. They oh, did, really? Yeah. 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 But they just put more security on when they were showing it. <laughs> yeah, and they only show it really... Well... Early in, on in the day. No, well, the one that I saw was on, like, last thing at night, almost. Like. Oh, all right, okay. Uh, so obviously all the kids, all, the, all the kids with the rasbos have to be in by then. <laughs> yeah. so like, so all the tags, all the tags, like, you know, so, not allowed out. so, uh, <clears throat> so that's why, yeah. Cause I was, I went to the view. I was, when I was in 
had a day off basically when I before I did that photo shoot. And yeah, I might actually go to the cinema tomorrow. Actually, I know we're we're probably we're getting close to time, but Irishman, did you just watch it? Yes. Yes. Thoughts? Yes. Yeah. I loved it. I love yeah, it. It's yeah. the type of film I like. Yeah, it's it's. Some right. people are giving out about it, saying nothing really happens in it, but it plenty happens. Do you plenty think happens. it was too long? No, no, not at could all. Have, could have been double that. I would have sat there. Did you? Uh, yeah, because like, I heard I heard things that they apparently Netflix wanted it as a four part series. Yeah, I, I've I've read stories yeah. now saying here's how you can watch it as four as a four part mini yeah. series. I'm like, get the fuck, just watch the fucking yeah. thing, like. But I, I watched our it on generation's a uh, attention span is fucking I have shit. To, I have to say yeah. one thing about the whole, right? I, I, I liked it. I went sitting in cinema, really enjoyed it. But yeah. the thing that, right, just when you're sitting in the editing room, and you're like, right, this, this thing, we can fix something here. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, body I know. Double. Before you say it. I really, what the fuck? Say it? Like, I'm so glad. <laughs> There's people that thought that as what, well. When he was kicking him on when the ground? Was, yeah. It's My just God. like some just, old man. Just, like, get, oh. just get someone to just <laughs> yeah. hire a fucking body double. I'm sure yeah. there's like... 50 people yeah. you can make look like Robert De Niro and just get him to kick your man. Someone and show Bob like, how to kick a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your man's on the ground. He's like, ugh, ugh. And you're like... D-. He's just, not doing that. Like, I'm so glad and, that everybody else noticed that as like, well. I did hear a thing that like, uh, like on the... on uh, I was listening to Bill Simmons and he was saying... He was just like... He was just like... It's like they gave Martin Scorsese... Like Netflix never even fucking looked at the film. They were yeah. like, here's the money do what you want because what like someone would normally do is like oh first draft right but it's like they just went cool first draft send it out like and barely yeah. even looked over it like because yeah. that stuff like that you'd be like right can you not just get like some lad to let De Niro do the whole shop thing and when he gets kicked out the window yeah maybe just have I don't know John that's in the background with black hair there stamp yeah. your man a few times yeah. yeah turn his head away from the camera just yeah. let it be a thing because that's the thing I was just like <clears throat> that was it, I was I watched it on the flight to Mumbai and Everybody afterwards, all the crew and, and all the rest of the lads in the band, they were like, so is it good? I'm like, it's, I, I loved it. <laughs> but, Apart from this one thing, <laughs> this at the very 20 start, seconds. Yeah. Because I'm like, you can spend all the money in the world making the guy's face look younger. <laughs> you but you cannot make a 70-year-old man yeah. like kick, kick the shit like out of somebody a 30-year-old. like a 30-year-old. They, they, had, um, they had a body movement expert on... So they had the de-aging stuff, but they also had a guy on, like, sitting beside Scorsese, basically, when he was directing the whole film, and it was, like, your posture. Yeah. So he had, like, when they were supposed to be 40, your mom was like, no, you should be more kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. kind of worked. You can kind of... I could never tell what age De Niro was supposed to be in it. Yeah. Well, like, I, I found it very hard. Getting older yeah, and but, like, like, I didn't that, know how old. I Joe was like, Pesci looked old the entire time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even when he looked young, he <laughs> yeah. looked old. Like, uh, I think Pacino was grand, but yeah. I think Pacino was younger mm. than them lads anyway. Yeah. It's got to the point now where no matter what part Al Pacino plays, I see him as Al Pacino. Yeah, exactly. I got to do yeah, it! Yeah, that's all he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere, every part he plays. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed it I think people should go watch it watch it as a whole thing don't be a little bitch and watch it as four seconds yeah, no, yeah. you have to watch the whole stuff. thing just sit and watch it it's like I watch it on an airplane it's grand watching your fucking the comfort there's of your a, own house or there's whatever, another like, fucked know? up film I watched bits of it last night it was kind of it was one of those you're kind of on your phone watching it while it's on but uh, the report with Adam Driver in it and it talks about the massive report they wrote about the uh, Guantanamo Bay a film uh, executions yeah it's called the report oh where, where, is it dramatization or a documentary it's on no it's adam you know adam driver plays your man uh, in fucking star wars he's in the dead don't die with yeah. bill Murray. oh yeah 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 long um, hair fella yeah he's uh he plays the guy who writes the report for cia and it's they show you what they were what they were doing and i'd already listened to your man 
that brought in the seer stuff, which was like, it's not torture if we don't kill them. And What's that's what it's That was Joe Biden, wasn't it? No, no, no. Like the guy... Not, like, Joe, not Joe Biden. What's his fucking name? Uh, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Yeah. Joe Biden probably never said anything. Yeah, like no. They, Dick Cheney was a dickhead. Yeah, they, uh, they, they go into all that kind of stuff and it's fucking fairly graphic. It's just called The Report. It's on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Um, it's You'd want to be paying attention to it. I kind of thought, like drifted off a bit because I was hung over after other voices. But uh, yeah, if you want to know more about that kind of shit that went on, yeah, there's a, a new out. movie coming out called 1917. Cannot wait to see that. That film. looks it, amazing. And this whole tip shot, one shot, one continuous by, by shot, the, like. by the greatest living. What the, the whole film? Is, what? It's one. So it's one continuous take. Yeah, right. The entire so, film. Yeah. So basically, if we're shooting now at whatever time it is, four o'clock, right, and we lose that light, camera stops. We pick it up the next day. Yeah, because it has to be yeah, 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 yeah. Same um, with like the clouds in the sky. If it was cloudy at one point, they gotta wait till it gets cloudy yeah, again. There's a really cool uh, behind the scenes five minute video for like they didn't even need a fucking trailer. Just watch that and you'd be like, I'm going to see it. Yeah, no. When is that? Like, it's not out the next month. Yeah, no, it's January. Yeah, and there's the Joe, start of January. Jojo Rabbit is coming out as yeah, well. They're saying it's gonna be better than Save Private Ryan. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. I heard people talk about they had a trailer for it on before that Le Mans movie the, yeah. the 4v Friday if you basically um, but just how they're kind of like how it goes from like two guys with a handheld and then they hook it up onto a drone that then takes off because yeah, World War 1 was down. way worse than World War 2 well, like that they, fucking yeah. you know, sc- what they've done scum. with it is they, they basically had like however long a stretch of field or, or space and they yeah. just basically said right this is going to be the entire film so we're going to run it through this whole thing because it's about two lads going on a journey to yeah, another to part. deliver a message to the front line yeah and they got like, yeah. Roger Deakins Sam Mendes is directing it who done uh, Skyfall and fucking I know there's loads of Sam Mendes films I probably can't think of but Roger Deakins is the film the director fella, photographer yeah like. and just fucking IMDB him he's literally shot anything that you think has looked good in the last 25 years like yeah he's the man so yeah. it's gonna looking it's gonna be so the camera he uses should I? Yeah, <laughs> It'll exactly, cost yeah. about fucking <laughs> yeah. two hundred grand. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's it. Loads of stuff coming up, and yeah. we are we still haven't broken our. <laughs> no, all right. Well, that's it, lads. It's all you're getting. I got shit to do. Got to so be cl- got to be close to an hour. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Glazer right. keeps asking me for a three-hour podcast. I'm like, yeah, if you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, thank you very much for stopping by and checking out this week's episode of the Shoot the Reese podcast. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, leave a five-star rating on the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever you get, wherever you get your podcast fix. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Shoot the Breeze Podcast. Send us an email to the Shoot the Breeze Podcast at gmail.com or we're on Twitter at Breeze underscore podcast. So, guys, until next week, uh, thank you so much and have a good week. Good luck. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.